Guys, I don't want to sound too alarming, but the world is uh, burning and we're all going to die. Welcome into another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders. Josh and Daniel here. It's true, uh, truly an emergency, Josh. I am, uh, I'm currently driving across the country. Uh, I'm about to cross into Colorado from Wyoming because I did lose my job due to the, uh, the cancellation of the sports season and I'm driving back to Florida. We'll be reunited, but uh, it'll be a lot of time before we can watch Peaky Blinders again. They just announced that the new season, the filming has been postponed. Josh, we are in, uh, we're, we're, in we're in the quiet place, right? I mean, we're, we're essentially in what Killian Murphy's next movie is gonna be. And it just feels so eerie. It's it's this is unprecedented, never seen before. We, the second I saw the news on Twitter, it hit about uh, my time around nine a.m., ten a.m., and uh, I had to to message Daniel right away to to see if we wanted to do an emergency podcast for our fans because Peaky Blinders has been delayed, pushed back. The season six premiere has been postponed. These are these are really tough times because we were looking forward to this uh, this this anticipated season six debut that shouldn't have been coming should be like somewhat around the corner but now we are in limbo with not knowing when it's gonna be you know resume filming we don't know how much longer they have to film you know how much longer it's gonna take so there's, there's a huge question mark on when we're gonna see se- season six so we thought that it was necessary to record an emergency podcast for you guys if you guys aren't on twitter and you guys don't know this is this is this is this is your uh this is your notice that season six is is delayed so yeah i I hate to be the one the bearer of the bad news but i'll read i'll read what the official peaky blinders twitter account said today today being march 16th monday and it reads after much consideration and in light of the developing situation concerning COVID-19, otherwise known as coronavirus. The start of production of Peaky Blinders Series 6 has been postponed. Huge thanks to our incredible cast and crew and our amazing fans for their continued support. And Josh, this is, I hate to, I hate to break this to you because this is, this is tough too. They hadn't even started filming yet because Killian Murphy. Uh, Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, Killian Murphy posted just, what was it, on Wednesday, I think, or Wednesday or Tuesday of last week. He just posted a picture of his new haircut, saying the haircut is being scheduled for 10 days from now. Filming starts in two weeks. Tommy Shelby is on his way with a couple cigarette emojis and a glass of what you could only assume to be the finest of whiskey. Irish, not not scotch. So it's just, uh, I, yeah. I, I don't want to say it, but I'm thinking we have to assume 2021 for season six of Peaky Blinders. And it's just Ugh. devastating. I mean, yeah. it's... This is this is truly the, the the straw that broke the camel's back for me because this has been about a hundred hours, Josh, for us diehard sports fans, of just destroying your heart. I mean, we've got the biggest sporting event of the year that has been canceled in our in our college Both our college them. basketball Both tournament, the Masters, which is the most anticipated golf tournament the Premier League, and for me, and I don't, I mean, I know you love it too, the Champions League. I mean, this was, this was lined up to be one of the best final eights, one of the best final eights in, in Champions League history. And, and we can't even get to see who the final eight teams are going to be because the, the Champions League is, is delayed. It's nice. And it's just, oh, it, it sucks. And, and we just want to say right now that I hope everyone is taking this seriously. Right, Josh, because 
There's, there's no yes. reason yes. for anyone to go out for St. Patrick's Day. Just play it safe. Watch Peaky Blinders all over again. Watch Game of Thrones if you haven't done so. I, 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 we, we can't stress it enough that as, as much as we have severe disappointment with this result and what it's caused, I don't think this is something to be taken uh, lightly. I, I don't think this is a hoax of any sort, Josh. We, 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 both, uh, we both want to make sure that we are, a, we, are, we are definitely an anti-coronavirus podcast, but we respect it. We, we are respect it. Definitely. We are definitely an anti-coronavirus podcast, but as, I, as I, I echoed those sentiments, please take this seriously. I hope everyone's taking the right precautions. You know, just stay inside, hunker down. You know, you've seen the other countries that have been taking the precautions to stay inside and really quarantine and, you know, just going further than just social distancing, but actually just locking yourself indoors for the foreseeable future so that you don't you don't spread it around. You, you know, you might not be affected by it personally, but, you know, the next person that you spread it to could be affected by it personally. It could it could not have, you know, the same background and in, in, in health that you have that they can be affected. So we hope that you guys take it seriously and we just want to make sure everyone's safe out there, you know, that no one's been affected by this virus personally. But we hope that in the next, hopefully, in you know, I'm anticipating in the next few weeks to a month, hopefully at once everyone takes the, takes the proper precautions and, you know, every single government and, and municipality takes the proper precautions to close down businesses, close down large gatherings, you know, Specifically, if, if you know if you don't have groceries, just limit yourself to takeout. You know we can we can get through this. We can have Peaky Blinders back on track. We can have our lives back on track, but only if we all take the right precautions to do so. So just take this seriously because this is this is crazy. This is crazy. I mean, us South Floridians, you and I, who are are experience who have experienced hurricanes before. You know, in the beginning, it kind of felt like a hurricane. You know, you're stocking up, but. This is way worse than just a hurricane that lasts only a couple to a few days. This is something that really can really affect for the long for the long run. And this is a pandemic like we haven't seen before. But, you know, we're just here to offer good vibes. And hopefully, you know, everyone takes precautions. And the purpose of this podcast is that while you are taking those precautions, you know, we're going we're gonna to give you a few TV shows that, that we think can help you in this, in this quarantine time. Absolutely. And... I want to, you know, send our well wishes to our listeners in Italy. Things are just as bad as they could be for any country of, of what's going on out in the gorgeous uh, north countryside of the valley up there. Every nation of the UK has been hit. The first person in, in Wales passed away today. So it, this, is, this is plaguing everyone. And it's pushed back Killian Murphy's debut in the, in the big the big screen of 2020, which would have been, you know, A Quiet Place 2 has been pushed back. The, the new James Bond movie, which I was excited to watch the first weekend of April, No Time to Die, that's been moved to November. Fast and Furious 9 has been pushed to 2021. And so with all of those movies that have now been now been pushed back, Josh, what, what do you think TV show-wise would be at the top of your radar right now? I know, I know that we would love to, to recommend books, but I think since we're a TV show podcast, we should uh, we should recommend TV shows. So, what do you have on the top of your uh, on the top of your list right now, Josh? Well, the new season of Narcos Mexico is out, and I mean, if if you, if you haven't already started all of the Narcos, then do it right now and watch it. You have a lot of Narcos to watch, and the new season I, I started it. Uh, second season of the Mexico of the Mexico Narco series has been phenomenal, and I highly recommend it. I love that show. Super well acted, super very graphic. If you're not into graphic stuff, lay away. But 
Um, really, 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 really great television show that dropped a few weeks ago. Um, so I recommend start, uh, starting and finishing that Narcos series. Yep, I haven't seen the new season, Josh. I'm excited. I loved the first season of the Mexico with Diego Luna, who you guys might know from uh, the Star Wars movie. I think it was Rogue One that he was in, the, the good one with Felicity Jones. And it, it's Narcos has not failed of any season that they've done yet. That's a good one. Also, what would be really nice is to just tell one person, you know, whether over the phone or you're in proximity with, if they like Peaky Blinders, then they should check out this podcast. And if you guys have listened to all of Josh and I's podcasts, which dates back months, you can check out new podcasts for just $5 a month on patreon.com slash by order of Peaky. And so you get the entire backlog of Josh and I rewatching season five and going over anything and everything that we can think of in the off season. And we're gonna continue to provide fantastic stuff for you guys as our off-season has just been uh, delayed a little bit. You know what just kicked off yesterday, Josh? Season 3 of Westworld on yep. HBO. I couldn't be more excited. Did you get a chance to watch? No, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I was I. too busy enjoying uh, the gorgeous mountains of Utah. By the way, fully all-in on the state of Utah. I just want to put it out there. If anyone has any inklings after this thing has passed over to go travel, I would just say Utah is just just gorgeous. And and I know I might sound hypocritical by telling everyone to self-quarantine while I drive across the country, but I don't really have a choice. I have to get back home and I was in California, so I'm just trying to make the best of it by not trying to touch many people. But I, I can't wait. Have you seen, did you see the first episode of season three? I, I did not, you know, to be honest, I I like Westworld, but it's confusing as hell. So I need to do a little bit of a of a refresher, maybe listen to a couple pods, maybe you know watch the last three episodes of last season to really fully understand where we're at because it's we're about to dive. I'm not, I'm not this is a spoiler free pod, so we're about to dive into a whole different stratosphere of Westworld, and I and I need to be more you know well versed in it before I dive in. I think I I do think that season two got such bad reviews that Jonathan Nolan and um the brother of Christopher Nolan, we're such a pro-Nolan podcast here. I think they just decided to refresh it in season three. I don't think you need to know that much, considering right. they left the parks. I just have a feeling Aaron Paul is just going to bring a completely new taste to what the show was. So maybe it won't be as confusing and as, you know, like what the hell just happened. Right. Because another show that's supposed to be aligned in the same genre that just came out on uh, Hulu is called Devs. Have you heard of Devs? D-E-V-S? I have not. What, what, what is that one? Okay, so this is a show that stars Nick Offerman, who's playing against his typecast. So he plays like a very serious, quirky, like a billionaire software engineer. Interesting. In, in a Westworld-type environment, and it's supposed to be some... It's, it's a miniseries, so I think it's only four or five episodes. It's from the creator of... Uh, oh, man, Alex Garland, who... Uh, oh, man, Josh... Throw on, uh, throw on the old Google machine and, and remind me what Alex Garland created. Because he's, he's one of the best science fiction um, writers and, and creators in TV and movies. And I'm looking forward to this. That's on the top of my list. Devs, D-E-V-S. It's part of the new like FX on Hulu push. And in a completely different realm, another one on Hulu is Dave, which is the new Little Dicky show the, the white Jewish American rapper, and it's just the white version of the show Atlanta. And so far, three episodes in, it's amazing. 
10 out of 10. I just love every minute of Dave Little Dicky, also known as Dave Bird, is just a Philadelphian who tries to get into rapping and his uh, satirical rapping is, is what turns him into a bit of a phenomenon around the country. Those sound interesting. Uh, those those two shows I might have to add to my list as well. I mean, there's so many things that we're going to have to watch in this time, but I mean, I guess I'll, I'll give a suggestion as well, but I mean, if you're not caught up on Better Call Saul, that show has just touched season five, and I'm currently... I was on season four and I kind of like went into a hiatus. I loved that show. I just couldn't continue watching for other reasons. I was just busy at the time. Um, but now season four is on Netflix. So if you have, if you weren't able to watch last season and if you, if you haven't started at all, seasons one through four on Netflix, and then you can catch season five, which is on uh, AMC weekly. So that's another phenomenal television show. Speaking of Aaron Paul in this, in the, in the season three of Westworld, Aaron Paul is not in the show yet. Not, not that I think. But Better Call Saul is a great television show. It's it's funny. We're in the same realm. I love Better Call Saul. It's one of those slow burns where every episode is worthwhile. Love it. But it doesn't it doesn't it might not capture every iota of your attention, but just the writing is so perfect. I did the same thing, but you know what I did? I binged season four about a month ago and I'm caught up. I'm lo- I'm watching weekly on the AMC app on my Apple TV. So go. I'm through That's... the four episodes, and it's it's great. The new episode drops tonight. I'll probably watch it while I'm hunkered in in Denver tonight. And another thing that I'm going to watch tonight is the new miniseries on HBO, which is called The Plot Against America. Have you heard of that? That that starts tonight, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that looks yeah, great. Really, I'm really I'm really into that. That looks really good. I'm really excited for that. I mean, HBO coming to us when we really need them. So. I'm really looking forward to that. And then speaking of HBO as well, I mean, this season of Curb Your Enthusiasm has been phenomenal. I don't know if you're a Curb oh, fan the, or not. The John Hamm, the John Hamm oh episode playing Larry abs- David, it doesn't oh get better God. than that. Just been a phenomenal television show. I mean, it's just like Larry, I mean, Larry David is just with the times. He's so funny. It's almost like you're like, that. that's my life. That's my family. That's things that happen to me. And he highlights those things on a day-to-day basis that happen to every normal person in society. And he kind of normalizes these celebrities and, and these actors and these comedians, which which I love, which he's done a really, really great job of this season. So Kerber Enthusiasm season 10? Is it season 10 or season? Yes, yeah, season, season 10 right season now. Season 10. Been great. And if you're unfamiliar, Larry David is the writer of Seinfeld. And the show is his is encore to Seinfeld, and it's a show about himself. So it's a show about Larry David, who was the writer of Seinfeld, and now just like lives his life as a millionaire, trying to find things to do every day. And you feel like you can't relate to a millionaire, but every single episode is the most relatable. The Nick Kroll episode with him as oh the Matron D. Josh, the, I'm sure you uh, love that. The ugly section. That was just that was amazing. <laughs> what is it? Uh oh, um, the ugly section. Al teatro. What, what, what was what oh. was his, what, his 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 thing? Uh, Bienvenuto like, al teatro or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, something like that. Something like that. It was funny. Oh, so good. And then, all right, coming up, I'll, I'll name a few things that are coming up in April that I'm really excited about. Before I hit you with the big one that I'm obsessed with right now, because there is Hear a me. show that that is 20 years old that I can't stop watching. I started it about seven days ago. And I am, I'm beyond it, and I can't believe I've never watched it. But first, I'll tell you, April 3rd, Netflix, La Casa de Papel, Season oh. 4, Money Heist, Let's Go. Josh and I are big fans of the Spanish soap opera slash um, bank heist show. 
I'm excited for that. I was disappointed in the second season. It kind of dragged on, but it redeemed himself in, itself in season three. So season four should be a banger. And that's, that's, I mean, it, that's a big, I mean, they drop a lot of episodes per season. So that's important in, in these tough times. Plus, plus then you could just, you could just tell people that you're reading because with, with Narcos and Money Heist, you have to read the subtitles. So right. when people say, oh, what are you reading during this, you know, this tough time where you can't leave? Yeah, I'm reading. That's all you have to say. I'm reading because you read the subtitles. You don't have to read a book. No, you just 100%. have to read the subtitles. 100%. It's a great way to learn Spanish, too, uh, if, if you're trying to learn. It's, it's, it, obviously, it's, it's hard to follow along, but, you know, you, you catch up on some words here and there. April 20, excuse me, April 19th on FX, the new season of Fargo, oh. which I am all in on. Give All in, starring, starring Chris Rock and Timothy Oliphant. Wow. Season five, I believe. Wow, Chris Rock? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, that's going to be amazing. He's going to be playing a serious role, I think, and that's going to, wow, wow. Breaking, breaking barriers out here, man, with these actors in Fargo, really just, you know, roles that they've never seen before. I'm excited for that. I'll tell you, Fargo, Fargo. Wow, I did not. I, I, That's, I I'm so happy that. I can bring you this joy because Fargo is a show that I might rewatch over the next month. Every season, except for this most recent one, which is why they took like a two year break, every season has been gold. I oh, mean, wow. think like True Detective season one. The level of, of quality from that is what Fargo brought for its first three seasons. I, I mean, and I like season liked four all took seasons. a step back. I still like the season. I can understand if you, if you had your reservations about it, but I mean, just. I mean, I'm obviously the one who's like, I, I'm a guy who's tough to really, you know, to, as, as like a season eight Game of Thrones guy who didn't really hate it. I'm really tough to, to, to have not like a show. You're, you're, you're tough to disappoint. Yes. Yes. I'm very tough to disappoint. It didn't really disappoint me. You're, you're more of, of, of the critic. So I, I can see where you're coming from as, you know, similar to other critics who didn't love it, but I'm excited for that season. I did not even know that was coming out this soon. So I'm really excited yeah. for, for, for that season. That's going to be great. That's very exciting. They did announce that Atlanta season three is in the making and will come out in 2021 because FX just had their big uh, news dump. So that's exciting as well with Donald Glover. I think they're going to be filming in a different country. So I know they okay. boarded a flight that was going to Europe on, on the end of season two. So that's good. Um, I did see a tweet, Josh, and I know you're not going to love it. It was really funny. And it was someone with Barstool Sports. And he tweeted out and saying, season eight of Game of Thrones was so bad that nobody is talking about rewatching it during this coronavirus. Oof. And it's true. Oof, it's it's true, true because how, how, can you, how can you rewatch Game of Thrones now without just being disappointed with everything Daenerys does because her, her arc just is ruined? No, it's true. It's like you like know going in. It's really hard to rewatch because they were trying to have twists and shockers and now everyone knows. So it kind of ruins the aesthetic of that too. Yep, and then at the end of April, we've got the 26th, Killing Eve, Season 3, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's Masterpiece with Sandra Oh, which is unbelievable. Won a lot of awards last year for their Season 2 work, which is about a, 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 a hired gun dueled up with, and she's a female, Jodie Comer, dueled up with a female MI6 officer, who's Sandra Oh, and then they kind of like have this weird attraction for each other. So it's a unique show. I really like Killing Eve. It's something you could watch with your significant other. Fantastic show with, I, I just think the, the music and the costume work on Killing Eve 
really fills the void for me on, on, on different types of things that I might want to watch. And yet it keeps you entertained with the action. And then on May 3rd, Josh, a new season of Billions comes out. Oh my God, man. I can not wait for this show. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you need to do me a favor as a fan and my friend. You need to watch seasons one through four of Billions if you have not. You need especially to. If is... you, especially if you like Succession. Yes, yes. Very similar types of shows. Season four of Billions is like one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Uh, uh, seasons of TV of all time. It was just so good. I, I got my friend hooked on it. He watched seasons one through four in two weeks. I got a text message at 4 a.m. in the morning saying, wow, wow, wow. And I was like, did you just watch season f- end of season four? He's like, I just finished season four. Like, that's how much, that's how good it is. We're going to have to talk off mic because I, I don't remember what happens at the end of the last season. And that's the one downside of just uh, of the binge culture because I did binge watch Billion season four instead of my usual week by week. And so yeah. when you binge it, you get more information, but I feel like it leaves your brain quicker. No, definitely, definitely. But, you know, you can know what happens at the end and then just a quick, like, previously on Billions recap. Like, that, that they'll show before right. season five. It's, it's just like, it's not that insane. It's just like, oh, my God, I have, to wait a, I have to wait a year for this. And that's what, like, we've been doing. So Yeah, that's what I did. That's what I did with Westworld. I watched the 25-minute video, just basically get taking you everything through season one and two in chronological order because it, it's a show that does not stay in chronological order when you're watching it. So it's, I, I, I almost learned way more on this 25-minute video for Westworld than I did watching the show live because season two was a real disappointment. Right. I, I did not like season two at all. Oh, it, Josh it, didn't it, like it, a it left, season of something. I'm going to go ahead and say I did not like season two of Westworld. Usually I'd be so hyped to come home and watch it. Like, oh, my God, Westworld's back. And, like, I had no desire. Like, I just, like, really haven't had desire i'm gonna give it a chance i'm gonna watch season three because i'm not that person i'm not that kind of guy so i'm gonna give it another have chance you seen the trailer season... i have i have it looks it looks pretty cool it just it's just kind of like where where are we going it looks like hbo just spent all the money that they have on the one trailer so this this is going to be like the crown level budget i feel like yeah, I just like I just like don't know like where it's like season one. I loved where it was in season one. I just don't know if we're going too oh, I, far. I don't know. I think I can I think I can guess, and this is just going to be a broad statement. And I think it's going to be we're at the point where humans are going to be treated like robots. So one human is going to have to work with the robots to try to like snap America out of what uh, like. It's almost like Black Mirror-ish. That's what the, how the trailer seems. And I'm in for it. that. If it's something we'll like see. that, where Aaron Paul's like a bank robber, and, we'll and he's see. like, you know what, I'm going to use my skills for something different and maybe team up with Dolores, so we'll see. Excited about that for Westworld. One other show I watch right now, I just started it, is Outlander on Netflix. Have you seen this? I have not. Okay, it's, it's a, it's, I think it's a British drama. I don't know if it's BBC or not. Um, and it's interesting. It's about... 19, like, I think it's like 1950s England, and it's like a couple who love each other. They both got back from working in World War II, and then the woman gets sent back in time to the early 1700s in the UK. And, and she's like, she has to like, it's, it's, very, it's very early, so I don't know much yet, which is why I feel like I'm not, I can't spoil it because I don't know anything. I've only seen about four episodes. 
but it's it's very interesting. It's got some Game of Thrones vibes, so I'm I'm kind of down for it. it. It's definitely a show that you can watch with your girlfriend or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, good show sure. to snuggle up with and watch an episode a night. Oh, looks looks interesting. I mean, I guess this is going to be an interesting one. This is going to be be my final recommendation. Do not judge me, okay? Do not judge me. I'm anymore. not going to judge you. And then I'm going to hit you with, with my revelation that everyone's going to say, Daniel, why haven't you been watching this for 20 years? All right, hit, hit me with your show. Listen, this show is so cringeworthy, it's so good, and it's Love is Blind. Okay, so tell me what, tell me what that is. I've heard about it, but it's, it's similar to like Flatten the Curve. I hear everyone say Flatten the Curve. It I don't know what it means. It is the most cringeworthy. Same thing with Love is Blind. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that I don't know what flatten the curve is, but it's it's this it's this dating show where they throw a bunch of people into a, into a house. There's male and females. However, here's the twist: the males and the females they 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 go through these dates in these pods. They go into these doors, but they don't see each other. They only hear their voices, and they have to try to get, develop a connection by by their personalities, their emotion, and just hearing their voices. And then. After 10 days, they, ha- they, they have to, they're forced to, if they develop a deep enough connection, they propose to the other. And then they're forced to meet, they're forced to... Wait, they have to propose or does it only happen for a couple of the couples? Hold on, hold on. So it's like a hypothetical proposal. They get a ring. However, they're forced to, you know, actually meet after. And then they inter- they, they're basically like a couple in the real world. And they have to see if their physical attraction and their and the struggles of day-to-day lives and, you know, social realities, you know, defeats that initial emotional bond that they create. And then they can call it off or not after that. You know, it's uh, it sounds ridiculous. They propose, but then <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. It's, it's, and then, they, it and then they get married in like a month. It's on Netflix. It's 11 episodes, I think, or 12 episodes. It is, Daniel, I hate reality TV show, game, like, like, like dating shows. I hate The Bachelor. I don't watch that stuff. But this is so addicting. It's so good, man. It is so good. It sounds good. like the opposite. It's the opposite of The Bachelor. Because The Bachelor, right. you get to meet in person, but you don't learn anything about the other person, right? I've right. never seen it, but I assume so. Right, so you like develop that emotional bond for the first ten days, and you don't see each other, and you're in these pods, like we're literally in these rooms that are separated by a wall, like like a piece of glass that you can't see each other, and then then they end up meeting. If they end up choosing, not everyone chooses people. It's like five couples choose each other, like everyone else is like kind of like I didn't I didn't make a connection, like it didn't work. It's like an experiment. It's like it's literally like I'm doing air quotes right now. It's an experiment. So they're trying to experiment yeah, on it- what, <laughs> right. It sounds like what we might have to start doing if coronavirus really spreads. It, it, exactly. It's very fitting. It's literally social distancing in the pods. It's crazy. Um, but okay, it's really good. That's, like, I'll, I'll have I, to check it out. I didn't think I was going to like it, but my dad is a huge Howard Stern fan. And Howard Stern was like raving about it on his show on the radio and was like raving, raving about it, how good it is. And now part of my take loves it, you know. Uh, it's it's really taken off steam if, if you if you go on Twitter people actually watch the show it's like one of those shows where like you acknowledge how cringeworthy it is and how awkward it is at times but you love it it's addicting you can't stop watching so okay I that's have a that's my show I don't, I don't yeah I don't want to be I don't want to be judged for it but it just has to be asked is there is there an unrealistic amount of attractive people or is it like a mixture of great. like normal looking people that we can relate to or all attractive people? Great question, Daniel. Phenomenal question. It's kind of a mix. It's kind of a mix. It's not that people are like, okay, are like ugly, that. 
they're not ugly, but they're not like these like ten out of ten like models. Like there's obviously they're they're attractive. There's there's mixed race. There's African American. There's white. There's Hispanic, and it's it's a really good mix and blend of of people from young ages to everywhere anywhere from like you know twenty four to thirty four, and and they're just like trying to like find love. I'm not trying to sound cheesy, but they are. But um, it's it's a really good blend. They are like attractive. They are fit. They're all like in good in good shape. But they definitely are like not you know on the on the non attractive side of the spectrum. But um, that's that's the test. If, if if they can fall in love and like find attraction without looking at them. So it's very interesting. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna check it out. There's there's something else on on Netflix. I know we go on all these. I just want to say this one because I just listened to a, a podcast episode from The Watch, which is from The Ringer, which we love, and it's it's with Rod Rob Corddry, who's oh, the wow. bald guy from uh, from the show with The Rock. Uh, what was it called? The the basketball Ballers, show. Ballers. He's I been mean, in a bunch of other show. stuff Ballers. too. Yeah, he's 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 one of like that guy. He wrote a series on Netflix called Medical Police. Wrote it with a couple other people, and it's supposed to be hilarious, and it got rave reviews. It's a spinoff of an old, uh, like, adult swim show called Children's Hospital, which I've seen a couple episodes of um, back in, like, the early 2010s. And so that's a show that I'm going to check out, too. All right, got to get to it. You talk about reality shows. I've never been a reality show guy. I've maybe seen a little bit of American Idol and a little bit of The Voice when I was younger. But Josh, I am all the way hooked on Survivor. Oh, wow. Interesting. I've okay, never so, really so watched Survivor. Is, no, I've never seen in my, I've never seen one episode in my whole life. And it's been on for 20 years. And on the 20th anniversary, season 40, they've decided to do what Jeopardy did with its Champions episode. And they just got every winner that they could, 20 winners of Survivor, to all compete against each other. And I'm telling you, it is the most captivating television I've seen since maybe Peaky Blinders. No exaggeration, I am obsessed. I went back and I I looked up a list of the best seasons of Survivor's history. And in seven days, I've now watched two full seasons and caught up live to the most recent season, which only has about five episodes so far. And it's all on Hulu. And the newest, you know, it's live on a, on CBS. And Josh, I love Survivor. And, and for all my Survivor heads out there, welcome me onto the bandwagon. Jeff Probst is the host, and he just he just has a great life. And it's just it's just a show about a mental competition and a physical competition with like the twenty people who just have to survive on the island and like deceive each other, and then they vote each other out. So you have to like essentially like be liked but also be mean and conniving to each other and I'm like this is my show right here and I love it and so that's 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 going to wrap up our uh, our our suggestions for this episode maybe we'll continue to keep everyone updated on what we're watching but Josh I'm telling you just you got to eventually I know not right now maybe when you're done with law school check out check out survivor it's, no, it's there's not, a reason it's why it's the most suggestion. watched show in People like the history of TV and why it's still on it's still on it's still going so but uh, we're 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 uh, we're hoping y'all stay stay safe, take the precautions, take this seriously, and hopefully we can uh, we can stay safe together, and we can keep on putting pods out for you guys when you're bored at home. So yeah, make sure to send us any feedback, anything you guys want us to talk about. What are you watching? What are you gonna do during this terrible time? And if if you guys for any reason are stuck in a crazy situation and you just want to talk to someone about it, we have a fantastic Peaky community. 
for those of you that are listening from wherever, wherever it is, stay safe. Email us at bootpeakyblinders at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash peakypodcast. Josh and I will continue to roll out episodes, but most of them will probably be on Patreon. So we'd love for you to join us there at patreon.com slash Peaky. Obviously, we're going to continue to update you guys on any news we have of season six for Peaky Blinders, but I wouldn't I wouldn't keep your expectations high. I, I, I'm assuming they might not even start filming until the fall, which is when the season was supposed to come out. So I would say my cautious ex- expectation is like March 2021. What, what would you think about that? You think that's, that's pretty accurate? Uh, probably, yeah. So just just stay safe. Make sure you have enough toilet paper, but more importantly, I think food should, should be the, the stuff that's being fought over, not toilet paper. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's my take on it. As I drive past a Walmart that's like filled to the brim, there's a line out the door of this Walmart in Denver right now, Josh. It's crazy. It's a scary world out there, but uh, hopefully everyone can uh, get the proper proper supplies. Food is definitely more important than toilet paper. I think everyone's got enough toilet paper, but... Uh, yeah, just make sure that you know that when you go out, that you're washing your hands, you're wiping when you when you're done using the carts, the baskets, whatever you're using to push push those supplies. You wash your hands, you wipe down those, you wipe down your steering wheel when you touch it, you know, and then you, when you right when you get home, you wash your hands because that's the way we're going to defeat this thing. So, yeah, I'm using Clorox wipes for every gas station I stop at, and I I think someone needs to create a Clorox glove like Clorox wipes, but that are just in glove form that you can use whenever you're trying to interact with people for the next like two months. That sounds like a pretty solid thing that probably already exists. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Definitely does sound like it's, uh, it's very efficient. Just, just everyone go find yourselves a bearded Killian Murphy that can take care of you. Like he does with Emily Blunt in the new quiet place. We have no idea when it's going to come out, but you know, I might even break my no horror movie, like watching experience and go check out the first quiet place at home and then maybe watch the second one just to get just to get a little bit of Tommy Shelby. And uh, on that note, we're going to we're going to sign off. Thanks so much for listening. He's Josh, I'm Daniel, and we binge so you don't have to.